0: What's going on everybody, Kirsten here. Thank you for joining us for Modern Christian Mondays. Tonight's subject is growing pains, loving through disagreement. And it comes as a result of a passionate conversation we had just yesterday where we were disagreeing on a decision and it morphed into a pretty emotional and powerful family moment. We share our family dynamics in hopes that it will help others navigate and build strong family relationships. We are not flawless, but faithful. Before we get started, please do me a quick favor and help us grow the Modern Christian Family. Take a moment to subscribe to our podcast and our YouTube, as well as follow us on Instagram and Facebook. All of our channels can be found at The Modern Christian Family. And why don't you take a moment and share the episode with someone. In the beginning of today's episode, you'll hear us referring to the screen and trying to fix the picture. Don't mind that. This is the audio from our YouTube. We had technical difficulties with the Wi-Fi this week, so it recorded a pretty blurry video. But if you want to still check it out, head on over to the YouTube. Now let's jump into tonight's MCM.
1: Hello. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Hey. Man, we are here. We thank you all so much for everybody that's joining us. Go ahead and let us know that you're here. Give us a wave. Give us a like. Let us know that you came into the room with us. Thank you for waiting a little bit longer with us. We are uh, the first time we've done our modern Christian family like this all together in the same space. Mm-hmm. Woo! If you've known that <laughs> uh, and been watching us and known modern Christian family, we've all been normally at, at least three to four different places when we do this live. Uh, But for the first time, we are all together in the same place. Um, My sisters are still, my wife and my sister are working on technical
2: stuff. Hey, everybody.
1: (laughs) Let us know if you've watched us before or if this is your first time watching us. We are so excited. Make sure we can hear us. All of those technical things because we don't want you to miss a lick. This Modern Christian Family today is going to be really, really amazing. Kirsten, tell them what the title is.
0: The title is Growing Pains Loving Through Something. Disagreement.
2: Loving.
1: Sorry,
0: there's, there's 50 million things going on. Can y'all let us know how the stream um quality is for you all? Because we're gonna try our best to get as clear as we can. We're working with the best Wi-Fi Bianca, the top of the right. line. What's Bianca, Bianca, Bianca saying? Said, she
1: said we're late because I'm there in person. That's it. That is y'all not see? true.
0: Bianca knows the family. That is she not knows true. the family.
1: Okay, cool. <laughs> So the reason why um, we're talking about loving through disagreement is because our family kind of got together yesterday and we had some really, really serious conversations with each <laughs> other yesterday. We were out to eat, um, getting us some po-boys. If you know what a po-boy is, you're going know, to bless your life. And we were eating and hanging out with each other. And when we sat down, we got to this mm-hmm. deep conversation just about life and family and transitions and the differences between where we were versus where we are. And by the time we finished the conversation, if you follow Mr. On social media, she posted it. We were all crying, including the big guy.
0: Well, he, <laughs> yeah, he might've been the first one he, crying. Yeah,
1: he's a, he's a he, he blubbers from time to time. Um, so we we have a deep conversation and we figure why not make it the, the framework behind the conversation that we wanted to have with everybody on this evening. So first, I want to start with just talking about how we identify in relationships. I will explain what I mean by that. Each one of us have relationships with each other, just like you have relationships with your family. And so that relationship has a qualifier. For example, this is my mother. I'm not going to say any more, but I want each person to kind of go around and say in, in your relationships what you identify as. Danny, go first. Just what? Just name I it.
3: I am father. i husband. I'm leader. Um, those are uh, and provider.
0: Yes, father. hallelujah. <laughs> Thank you, Lord.
3: Father <laughs> leader,
1: provider. There was one more you said. Anyway.
2: Father, husband, husband leader, husband.
1: provider. Okay? Uh Mom, you go next.
2: Okay, so I am wife. I'm putting it in the right order cuz he said father first and I thought I was first, but anyway. Woo! <laughs> I have nothing to do with that one. I am wife. I am mother. I am pastor. I am daughter. I am leader. I am friend. I am confidant. I am mentor. I am life coach. I'm all of those things. I should
1: have got her go last. She's
2: just trying <laughs> I was to. Show i was like, okay, sis, all right. I do know. That people are, it.
1: It's people here who love my mother, and they all going to be in there snapping and going, yeah. Okay, Emerald, next.
4: I am a daughter. I was a daughter first, then I am a big sister um now i am a wife and a daughter-in-law daughter in love
3: okay and that's cool. it. yeah kirsten
0: hello everyone i am remembering what the question was because i'm what? working on the picture for you guys so thank y'all for hanging with us we're trying to make the picture clearer but just know Cox said the neighborhood is having issues.
1: But the <laughs> audio, y'all can hear. So you can hear us. Just let us know in all caps. Yeah, they say the here. sound is
0: good. Awesome. Okay, so we're trying, but I don't know. So the question is, what?
1: What do you identify as? I know one of them is daughter. Other than daughter,
0: I ain't gonna tell me how I identify. Okay. Anywho, I identify as the all supreme daughter of Derek <laughs> and Tracy. Okay. <laughs> I it's snorted. I identify as daughter, sister, sister-in-law, love, um, friend. um, I, That's all I got. My brain's all over the place. Okay. Okay. That's me. Mm-hmm. Okay. I'll tell Period.
1: You that. Period. Period. End quote. That's <laughs> it. And last, I identify as husband, which is the newer one, big brother, son, leader, Therapist. Okay. <laughs> that's a new one I got yesterday. <laughs> Therapist. It's true. <laughs> um, and I'll say mediator.
0: Okay, that's true. I can that's take one that. They probably I, can. I, I, I would agree. I agree because after yesterday's conversation, he was mediating everybody. You, <laughs> you always you always do. That's one of your your husband's really good qualities. You are very you're very good at seeing. Both sides and putting yourself yeah. in the position of both people, like when That's when true. there is a That's disagreement. True. He did it dip-
3: so well. Even this one right here,
4: <laughs> <laughs> who
3: attacked me? They, they this attacked attacked me. No, do okay, so we'll get it. Yeah, yeah, we'll get Okay, yeah. Look, they kind of okay. jumping. No, the girl mediated that. He did very well, yeah, he well did. and I was surprised that he mediated against mommy.
1: Wow. <laughs> yeah, he did. <laughs> the first. so a couple <laughs> things about this kind of intro that we're giving you all, and why a couple of things we're saying matter. Um, Emerald and her relationship to us is, of course, the newest relationship in this whole dynamic. But for a historical dynamic, it's always been me and my mom, the people born in Louisiana, the Louisiana crew and my dad and California, my sister, the California, California Every argument, every discussion, every breakdown normally fell along what we like to call those party lines.
3: It's not the Hatfields and McCoy, it's Louisiana versus California. California.
1: Exactly. <laughs> so
3: um, I wanted to bring that up, why
1: I say why all those relationships is because what we were discussing yesterday is how those relationships have transitioned and how what we identify as when we were a bit younger has changed. The dynamics of that identifier has changed. And if you understand this in the chat, then that you have grown up and things different, I know many, many of you get it. So I'm going to start with me and my dad, because out of all of the relationships we want to talk about today, this would be the oldest one. We're not going to talk about their marriage. Their marriage is really the first relationship of this family. Mm-hmm. But we're not going to start there. We're going to start with the first child. Kirsten says she's the supreme, but I was the first. I'm the one that's known <laughs> them longer, and I've been with them longer. Um, but when I was younger,
0: hold on, pause there. Sorry, I'm I'm polling the uh, audience, and I'm asking if they would like us to restart and try to get a better picture. Reason why is because we're clear here, we're blurry here, and I'm thinking the reason why, if we switch to this one as the source, it will provide us a clear picture. I have a yes, I have another yes. Um, y'all let us know right quick if you want us to end this. We will live. literally come right back. We will come right back, but we all will- need to come right back. Y'all come <laughs> right back. We don't partnership okay <laughs> we gonna come right back but we need to know if y'all would like us to try to get a, a better okay i got another yes okay so we're gonna make a decision right quick we're gonna end this swap out and two Give minutes two minutes
1: that was i'm not redoing my intro y'all so y'all <laughs> just gonna have to go back to All the right. other live for the intro
0: okay
2: we will be right back
1: We are back, 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 back. Um, thank you all so much for your patience. Kirsten, tilt up just a little bit. To oh, yeah. Here. Um, Hello, everyone. Like I was telling people that were watching in our last live before we had to restart, <laughs> this is <laughs> our first time together, all together, doing this Modern Christian Family. So we had a few technical difficulties that we had to deal with, but we thank you all for dealing with them with us. Again, we were talking about our subject, which is what, Kirsten?
0: Our subject is um, growing pains, loving through disagreement. Hold on. I just look at Daddy, and I have to shout out. Daddy's birthday is tomorrow. Yes.
1: Yay!
3: Birthday
1: Good. I see people commenting and saying, yes, it's clear. Yes, they can see. Okay, great, 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 great. So happy that everybody is joining us. Uh, we just needed to fix that up, and now we're happy and ready to go. Cool. So if you weren't with us ahead of time, I'll do a little bit of a recap um, from our live that we did just a second ago where we were discussing relationships and how those relationships change and function and grow, which we titled Growing Pains. And so what we did is we all went around and kind of identified what we see ourselves as within this family dynamic. So my mom said she's a mother and a pastor and a wife. My dad said he's provider. He's what's the other things you said Dad? Husband. Husband, provider, mother. protector, all those things. Mm-hmm. Kirsten said she was the queen supreme ruler, which is not even an uh, accurate title. the hate
0: is real. And then
1: Emerald, hus- wife, to me being the husband, all of that stuff. And what we were discussing was how those relationships begin as one thing and often morph and change and grow into something different. Mm -hmm. So I want to start with my dad and I, because out of all of our relationships, other than their marriage, this is the first relationship that formed with these people. Kirsten calls herself the Queen Supreme Princess. No, nah, I don't
0: really do that. But I, I really was the that. first
1: child. Let's all remember in the comments. The first, first isn't child, always
0: the favorite. Let us know That's
1: that Kirsten is the No, child.
0: No, I am the first the child. Favorite.
1: So I <laughs> have known them a lot longer than she has. So me and my dad's relationship, dad, What would you describe our relationship as in terms of father, son, what your responsibilities to me was in the beginning of our relationship, in my younger years? Don't go into later. In the beginning of my younger years, what was your responsibility to me as your son?
3: Well, in the early years, I mean, are we talking about, I mean, what age are we talking about? Let's go from birth Today, to, birth. let's go from birth oh, to high school. Oh, man, birth, that was easy. I was, I was, birth I was initially provided. I mean, you know, my dad provided for, my sister and I, my mom, uh, you know, he, that that's what he did best. Uh, you know, he, he may not have been there emotionally, but he was really a provider. So that was strong for me to be able to provide for my family. You know, I don't want, you know, I'm a, I'm a proponent of making sure that the next generation has it better than what the former generation did. So it was in my mind to make sure educationally wise, all your needs uh, are provided for your shoes. If you want it, you know, them Jordan Nike's you can buy them Jordan Nike's and things like that. So I really, in my mind, I wasn't. Just, I didn't want to scrape by. I wanted to be a, a great provider for my family because I knew that, you know, my mother did a great job with us as a single parent, and I wanted to make sure that uh, my kids had even better than what we had. So I worked hard to be provider. So provider was number one. Uh, now, that's not to say that that's what it should have been. Mm-hmm. Because, that's good. You know, uh, nurturer, you know, mm-hmm. you know, I was so busy working as an electrical engineer, you know, I spent a lot of hours working and designing and bringing in that money. And I was of the mindset that, you know, the the mother took care of things at home. And uh, when I came home, I wasn't focused on directing my Attentions to my real job, which was the real job, job. That my that primary job. I should yeah. say, my primary yeah. job, my which primary was, job is to my family. Yeah, and I didn't know. Now, I would have to say, I got to point and, and blame uh, the uh, moms sure. here because <laughs> mom often didn't really tell me. She expected me to see and understand that she needed help after being with them kids all day That's long true. That's and true. she didn't tell me, she expected me to see it. And she never said anything to me. So I come home, I want to eat and then go zonk up, <laughs> and get, <laughs> get a nap or watch some TV or something. Mm-hmm. And it wasn't always focused on spending the quality time with the kids. So that was her, that was when, okay. okay. but so, as we, as we grew up moving on to high school years, I looked at the things that I wish I had, Yo, we'll okay, up. don't
1: get there yet. I know where you're going. Don't get there yet. We're not in <laughs> high school yet. Don't get there yet. No, you said no. up to high school. No, no. I, I meant up to. Okay. Like, stop. So provide. Provide. Okay. So I think that's good because it, in this growing pain conversation, I think what you brought up is your perception of who you were to me Right. was, I believe that was accurate. But I think as a young child, I didn't always understand that that was your perception of who you were to me, because I knew you loved us okay. and I knew you provided for us. Mm-hmm. But I think sometimes I also, I viewed as son to father. I viewed my father's role as like an authority figure or a. Oh,
2: dictator. not as a father, but as, an- okay.
1: as, as a not even dictator. He was definitely a father. Don't get me wrong. Okay. When I say, when I say he wasn't, I just mean in his expression of his fatherhood, okay. it was my dad was a hard he was a marine so he was a hard man my father did not play no games mm-hmm. and so i often looked at our relationship in our younger years as very authority mm-hmm. child you
2: mm-hmm. thought daddy was your enemy
1: i can say that to a degree, to a degree. Yeah, yeah i can say that in a way
3: okay so without us talking about it mom well, hold hold on. so so The other things that I didn't tell you that I was, you just said it. There were other things that I was that contributed to that. One, I was the son of Lonnie Millard. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) And Lonnie Millard was tough. His daddy was tough on him. And he was a tough man. You know, D.C. police officer, 30 years. He was tough. And I saw that. And I emulated my daddy yeah. to a certain degree that tough, that tough man stuff. Mm-hmm. So I was at that. And then you said it. The other thing was the Marine. I did 13 years in Marine Corps. So there was a certain mm-hmm. mentality of, of that Marine Corps man that this how man handled his business. Right. And I'm going to handle up on my kids and make sure I leave my family. So there are other things that I'd say that I was that contribute to way I father. Absolutely. So mom. Okay. In your view of our relationship, I want to know,
1: you You popped out with, you saw him as your enemy. What were the results of you thinking that? What made you pop out and say that?
2: Because your response to his directives and our discipline was as if he was your enemy, not from a place of understanding that the directives and the discipline was coming from a place of ensuring that you would be okay in the world
3: mm-hmm. and right. that
2: you would follow... You know, making sure that you were clear on number one, being a young black man and what that looks like, you know, in Mm -hmm. the earth. You know, we're not talking about that tonight, but if we allude to that, black fathers have to talk to their black sons about things and have to bring up their black sons in a way that they know how to deal with the world Mm -hmm. and be protected and alive and safe. And so, your father, for him, and I had to learn that as well because he and I came from two different schools of discipline. He came from the hard knocks, no, you know, no, no, uh, you know, everything's black and white. I came from a different place where my mother was very soft. Everything was explained, you know, and even if she didn't explain it at the moment, there was always a time when she went back and said, here's why you need to understand this. So, So for you, you didn't understand. And for a short period of time, I didn't get and didn't see that what he was doing was the best that he knew how to do Mm -hmm. in terms of preparing you for the world. He was always looking out for you because he didn't want you to experience some of the things that he had experienced. And he wanted to make sure that you were going to be safe in the world. And that was the way he had to do it. But my
3: mother mother also, my mother also was, was, I mean, she was a D.C. public school teacher. So she had she was a strict disciplinary as well. And she had a tremendous influence on me too. Spikings and punishment and things right. like that. And all that woven together was a perspective on how I followed. I think that's good. Yeah, I think absolutely.
1: that's good. I, I would be interested in Kirsten's view mm-hmm. on what you saw as a sister. I bring that up because we talk about these family dynamics mm-hmm. and we don't always realize what these dynamics are in a home. Right. For example, me and Kirsten often used to joke that we had two different experiences yeah. growing up in a way where in my mind I would look at Kirsten and I would think Kirsten's growing up was roses and mm-hmm. dainty flowers and everything pretty and in my mind my growing up was hard and and rough and mm-hmm. and fighting and, and emotional and so I'm interested in what your perspective of and we're going to get to other relationships you all but right now we're, we're starting with this one. What your perspective? What your perspective was on our relationship at that time, growing up. You and Daddy. Yes.
0: Um, my perspective was it was all good in the hood. Like you know, I I think the first time that I that are you about to cry already, Dad? Okay, just making sure. <laughs> Y'all, he be crying because I looked over. I was like, wait a minute, he he's might crying. be leaving the building he's right crying. now. Okay, right, but um. Yeah, I thought it was all good in the hood, and I think the first, not I think the first time that I may have realized that Derek had a different perspective of his um, upbringing was I was back in the back of the car of him and his best friend in high school, and they were having a conversation and I was eavesdropping on. I don't know why they was talking anyway because I could hear the whole conversation. But anyways, I had the whole conversation, and within that conversation, he was expressing some difficulties with, I think, um daddy and mommy or whatever with different situation. Nah, I think it, <laughs> look, look, it was her too, y'all. It was her too. And so he was expressing like some difficulties and I think I, whatever he said, I snapped and said, I said, uh-uh. I was like, they not, I said something like, they they not like that or they didn't say that. And I remember, I'll never forget the friend, Derek, Derek's best friend was like, well, Kirsten, obviously, she said something to the effect of Kirsten will obviously Derek has a different experience than what you have experienced. And, you know, it, it was the first time in life that I ever mm-hmm. um, realized that, you know, we didn't have, well, we had the same upbringing, but experiences were different. Yeah. I think Frederica, <laughs> Frederica's
1: on here and she said,
0: Frederica.
1: Frederica, sorry, Frederica's on here. She said, people love as a result of their influence of love. So I think that goes oh, back to good. what? what dad was saying about where he got it from. So I want to move us up in the timeline of our relationship a little yeah. bit into our high school, I'll say high school, college years. High school, college in our relationship was very interesting because most of you on here could understand that moment where you get older and realize that you're going yeah, to start having that. to make decisions yeah. for yourself and, and, and where that authoritative aspect, has to start shrinking back from a fatherly perspective mm. because at the end of the day, he can't control the things I'm going to do anymore. Right. Mm. So I think we went through an interesting time in high school, college, because he still wanted to be dead. We, we high school, college.
0: Yeah.
1: See, when when I was younger, <laughs> I thought he was authoritative, but I would ne- very rarely buck up. buck up.
2: Right.
1: When I got to high school- You bucked. In mm-hmm. college, college started to subside, but high school, Book. most father-son's relationship understand it, it became almost war. Mm-hmm. And I think it's because...
2: And I became an intercessor.
1: Yes, <laughs> because, because we just had mm-hmm. such different perspectives of what our relationship was supposed to be like, mm-hmm. I think, at that time. Mm-hmm. And then, of course, there's other outside things. I um, I had traumas on the outside. Other stuff we'll get into another day. But Dad, I'm interested in you we were go- you were about to get into high school when I hit that high school, college, and we were at war. What what did that what did that take back?
3: So there was there was for me just a, a wrong approach to fathering as you grew up. Um, the what I what I thought what I thought in my mind, and I I still hold true is that. I'm your covering until you leave for marriage. I'm dad for life, right? but I'm your covering. And so until you go off and get married and become somebody else's covering, I'm your covering. So I'm gonna speak into your life. If I don't see things right, I'm gonna let you know because I want you to grow and mature into a man that's gonna represent, a man that can represent uh, as a father, a man that can represent in marriage as a husband, a man that can represent in his church and make an impact with other people and a man that can make an impact on his community. So as far as I'm concerned, as you're maturing into that adult, I still got something to say. Now, uh, that's how I felt about it. But there's some companion scriptures that guide you on how you do that. And I wasn't good at this. Uh, One Ephesians chapter six, verse four, it talks about fathers, how you to raise your kids in the admonition of the Lord, but don't, um, provoke them to wrath. Oh,
0: then, that's good. I
3: how do you how do you not provoke them to wrath? Well, Proverbs was at fifteen and one says a soft answer
2: turns, turns, turns
3: away wrath because yeah. you would provoke. Me to yeah. <laughs> yeah, that's where, yes he would. and that's where the Marine Lonnie Millard, maybe a little bit my grandfather James White, George Millard, all all that experience that I grew up in came to bear on my approach to fathering and I I wasn't really smart or wise to those scriptures and it came out with that authoritative that dictatorial type attitude towards you and that's what you were bucking up against because I wasn't handling you properly although I was trying to so can I say this
2: because I think another part of that is that daddy daddy had to realize that you weren't him, whereas mm-hmm. daddy, it was okay, and he just submitted to the way his father, grandfather, mother was. It wasn't necessarily a big, big thing, but you never were like that. And I think the part Daddy and I had a conversation one day, and I think that the part that he didn't realize that, that we begin to discuss and I was able to share some light on was that Derek, both Derek and Kirsten have very strong personalities. They're very courageous. Like him. They're exactly <laughs> like him. And that is what the issue was. He is you reincarnate. He is you exactly the way that Derek is. Derek is his father mm-hmm. in everything, in his service, like committed, like you can't find people more committed than these two people. Yeah. If, they, if they give you their word, they're going through hell, high water, low water, no water at all. It's going to happen, mm-hmm. provided like he the way he takes care of, of him and how he cares for him. Daddy mm-hmm. has always been like that with me. Like the other day, he kind of was a little rough with me, and I sent him a message, and I said, hey, what's going on? Because you're not rough with me. Okay. What's, what's the
1: problem?
2: Oh, okay. No, don't go bro, there. We're not going no, go there. No,
3: the we're, growing get, pains. we're We're We're, just, like we're like gonna, the Hang, on. Hang on. I skipped the high school part. Okay. okay. I think one of the reasons why you're, you're, you booked, but you never, you really just never did anything to destroy the relationship. And the reason why is because the other part of it was as you, as you began to get older and you were in sports, you played basketball, you ran track or you did all these things. I thought about the things that maybe I didn't have the way I wanted with my dad, mm-hmm. and I made sure that you didn't have those same areas, <coughs> lack of me being in be attendance, present. being present, yeah. whatever. Not just sports, because you know we always think African American kids—that's all they in sport. But whatever you did academically, <laughs> your plays, and different things you were when you were at Queen Anne, I was—I tried to be there for everything, and I know that those deposits into you. You recognize because that's why your bucking would really stop short yeah. of just being flying your yeah. face right. defiant. Yeah. Because I think you were relishing the relationship and the investment of time right. that made Y'all impact.
1: don't y'all don't know this. Because I was that type of child and I wasn't gonna get insanely disrespectful. Mm-hmm. Y'all don't know I used to run away.
0: I like, was just oh my God, you went where I thought about when he found you hiding in the back of the out The whole time he was looking for you, he was outside in
1: the back of the car. Yeah, I, and I will never forget There's that story. No, I remember never We had gotten into an argument, and I told him I was running away. I was leaving, and I went out the front door. But what I did is I car. didn't know that the car. We were living in a townhouse at the time, and the <laughs> car was parked across the parking lot. So it just so happened that the car was open. So I got in the car, got in the back seat of the car, and laid down and took a nap. So mind you, when I took a nap, hours start to go by and daddy realizes in his mind, I'm actually gone. Yeah. So, what, so what I did is I laid down in the seat and then as it got dark, I woke up and I started watching the townhouse window from the car. And so daddy, every few seconds, or mommy would go over to the window and look out to try to find me. And, mommy I
0: mommy and, was like,
2: you better go find
1: my child. Yeah. And I don't know what happened. I don't know what was going on in that house. And so I literally stayed there. And I'll never forget this. They came downstairs. And my dad comes to the car to get in the car <laughs> to drive and come find me. He got in the car, closed the door. And I said, hey, dad.
2: And, work,
1: and he work. turned around and, get your child back in the Oh, Watching because, but but I think that's 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 a good indic- indication of what we're talking about. Um, mm-hmm. And I'm about to move to my and Kirsten because at the time we were just in a space where neither one of us were perfect. Because just as much as he talks about how he had to change his delivery and learn how to do things without rap, mm-hmm. I have to learn, and I think this is a consequence of my generation how to hear past the wrath and hear the truth and understand that because he loved me, even though he was displaying that love incorrectly, Mm -hmm. that that did not mean I had the right to throw the baby out with the bathwater and decide that nothing that he said was true just because of the way he delivered. I had to get some understanding as I got older that, Hey, just he's learning and he's growing and we'll get more to our relationship older after we talk more mm-hmm. as a family. But at the time in high school towards colleges, I think it's when I really started understanding mm-hmm. that my father loved me so much right. and that I did not agree with his presentation of his love at all, but that my, I almost owed it to him yeah. because of his love to me.
0: Yeah, that's T- good. Love
1: for me to learn how to help him right. display his love towards me. That's right. good. That,
0: that's better. really good. Everybody is not willing or knows to do that or will even, again, be willing to do that. I think that's so important because that goes to what we were talking about the other day about a lot. I think a lot of times we don't acknowledge that we are going to have issues in family. It, it, it's, it's, it's bound to happen. In relationships, right. you will have, you will always have a point where you clash in your relationship with your wife, your brother, your family, your sister-in-law, whatever. A lot of times we try to run away from that or try to act like it doesn't happen. And I think it's a byproduct of not knowing how to communicate and move beyond a clash, which is what happened yesterday. We were clashing. Which just we're yesterday We'll get to that. I'm just touching on it a little bit. It's like a prelude to the, to the popcorn. But um, <laughs> like that's exactly what happened yesterday because we were clashing. And I just know that if we didn't know how to move on and choose, just like mommy's been teaching, love is, agape love is a choice. If we didn't know how to or make the intentional choice to choose to move past the clash and figure out how to get past the clash, we could have walked away pissed off at each other and may not have talked for how we could have. So I think that's the perfect segue
1: into y'all. And then if y'all don't know, we're building up our relationship. So we're starting with us, then we're going to talk a little bit about my mom and sister. And then we have my wonderful wife here, who is our newest addition to this dynamic. And so just stay tuned. We're building up into just more and more of our relationship. But mommy and Kirsten, I want to start with y'all. Starting with mom, because I did that first for us, what did you view your relationship with Kirsten at the time of birth up until, let's say, the same day, Mm -hmm. high school, college area?
2: Um, I think that I view my relationship as um the same with both of you. Um as a as a mother, one who was to care for you and nurture you, uh one was to, who should correct you in love. Uh I have always <laughs> been a big in love? Yeah. Boom! <laughs> oh yeah, let's talk about that. Okay, we'll get
1: into it. Wait, wait, We're don't not do
0: you can't, you can't ready, get into there, no. Let them okay. finish.
2: Okay. In it was, love. Explain to this. Uh, in in love. But I for the most part, I was the mother that tried to explain things. And I, I always had yeah. moves with the kids. And when I'm giving you a directive. I expect you to honor my position as your mother, and I'm still like that. I just said that to Derek earlier today. Yes, she did. I am your mother, and I don't care how old you get. If I am saying something to you, you will honor me, and you will respect. <laughs> you, that you will I'm honor. To you. Me. Period. And that yes, is not. That is that is not a question. That is not. You don't have an option. Up you don't have options rate. when it comes for that. Yeah. So so that was my position with you all. I did my best to. Uh, Makeup in the places where I knew that you all felt your father was not there. And I sat you all down one day and I remember telling you all, hey, you're this is how your dad displays love. Mm-hmm. Because what you all couldn't see was that your father displayed love by providing for you. Right. Y'all, y'all could have had anything in the world that y'all wanted, but you were never the y'all were never the type of kids that liked labels. There was a whole lot into that. Right. Every once in a while, y'all would ask for those things. But y'all could have had all that stuff. It was never an issue to you all.
1: I, I want to jump in here and notate this because I think it's interesting that I asked you about you and Kirsten, and part of your response pivoted back to Daddy. But there, I think there's a reason for right. that. The reason for that is I think much of Mommy's responsibility in our growing up became a conduit between Man, us and yeah, daddy.
2: Absolutely. It, it, it,
1: a large part of her responsibility became became. <laughs> Softening Daddy's approach within her and, that's, tran- that's true, and, tra- and translating yes. that approach to us, that's and that's true. just a crazy Absolutely. responsibility. Absolutely. So I want you to just kind of touch on that even yeah. more. Yeah. Just- well, the
2: thing of it is, is that I knew how great. <laughs> oh, okay, I all right, all right. I we first learn, no learn, I <laughs> I We stop
1: saying that. Tear <laughs> alert.
2: Tear <laughs> alert. <laughs> and still know how (laughs) great of a man your father is. And because a person has a certain viewpoint on life or deals with stuff a certain way, we're all products of our environment, okay? And I knew that the way he was dealing with you all was a product of his environment. And my difference in the way that I dealt with you all was a product of my environment. So my position was, I needed to. I needed to make sure that I protect him by trying to keep him in the right light. Yeah. Yes, right. I. Good. I needed to protect him. Yeah, that was Ooh, my good. role. I have to protect him because at the end of the day, the kids don't get it now. Mm-hmm. One day they will, and I pray for the day that they would get it. And I remember when Derek came home and talked to his dad and I, and was like, oh, "You know what?" Um, I, I get it now, I get it you know, you the same way and so I knew what kind of father he was and that was demonstrated in, in how he dealt with Kirsten, a father that would never leave her side during six months of chemotherapy he would never, yes. he would send me away and not leave her side he yes. would send me away to get rest if anybody's not going to rest it's going to be me he never left her side okay. so that whole thing was like how I, I presented my mothering to you all and at the same time with some dis- discipline because I wasn't um, the type that that did a lot of spankings or beatings, as they call them. I got slapped, like but but if, <laughs> if, if she you did a became, lot of fighting. If, but if you became a if you mouth. if you bucked up to me. As if you were my equal
1: as a child, I would okay. take you down. I want to pause you I there. I would take you down. I want to pause
2: you I down. Got, no, t- that's the day I did get taken she down. Got
1: <laughs> down. I I went. I, I remember one time Kirsten got disrespect. My mom put her in a headlock and dope. September and oh,
0: Derek was girl. laughing okay. in the kitchen. And so, I was on the ground. Kirsten. <laughs>
1: so keep talking about that a little bit more. What what, what your childhood, your growing up, your your relationship with your parents, or your thought about that relationship? Mm-hmm. What what was where 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 were you at? in your younger years. Uh, you already said you had a smart mouth. So I want to I know had what you
0: yeah. ma- So wait, phrase the question again. Ha, ha. So, I have okay I have, so you had, doing a great You had
1: a you had and have partially a smart mouth. Right. What do you think that was a product of in your child in your younger years?
0: Well I think something that mommy said is something that I think as a child I I needed at most children don't do. I Need explanation on things a lot because I, if I don't understand it, it's hard for me to move. So translating that into childhood is like if she always this funny, um, <laughs> this funny joke. I never was a child that went to camp because you know why I didn't understand it. I needed people to explain to me why you wanted me to go sit in summer camp when I could just sit at home. So we always joke about how I never was a child that was on team sports or anything like that, really, because to me, I would go and they would tell me you have to do this, that and third at a point in time all day long at camp and on teams. And I'm like, Nah, I want to do what I want when I want to do it, and I need explanation on why You're I still have like to do. It. I'm still like that. So framing it back to what we're talking about, our I,
2: relationship now.
0: Our relationship now.
1: Well, don't, don't touch on the relationship. So don't now. touch. Don't on, not it.
0: yet. Okay. I think it just has evolved. But growing up, I was a child that had a smart mouth, and a couple of times I got slapped was probably had something to do with that. And then there were some other things, but.
3: Um, but the last time I spanked you. We
0: laughed.
3: You were in the no, it wasn't the laugh. I
0: remember laughing. It was
3: like 10. It was 10. It, it was definitely temporary. It might have oh, been baby. Yeah, it, yeah. no, it, was. it, it was. had to
0: because it was about it 15. Was. The it last was. time I remember you because trying to spank.
3: When I realized what I was doing, it was like I, I mean, remember. it was like God gave yeah. me a a pause moment because I was I was well. Yeah. You got smart at me. I mean yeah. really smart. And I jumped you,
2: but wait! And I was
3: wailing away, and God—I mean, it was like God gave me a revelation. Right. What are you doing?
0: Well, what I remember, and he is... showed
3: me you're hitting on your daughter. Exactly. It was almost as that as if another man was hitting on my daughter.
0: Hey, don't cry! And you it
3: was—cry! No, Tear alert! Tear, was, Tear alert! Tear Put <laughs> ah! like that in the comments. Saying, Tear alert! It was like God was saying, "How are you going to do this?" And you—you vowed you that you would never let another man do it. Well, what are you doing? That's a whole other Modern
0: Christian Monday topic. No, what I was going to say was, I remember laughing because I think we're talking about the same day, but I I think I was about 15 and we were in the sitting room in the Brandywine house and he was like, get over here, about to whoop me. And we're all in position, you know, the, the whooping position guys. <laughs> and I'm like on my knees. And we just both stopped. And I guess God showed him some vision to stop because it. I just look back and I think I said, still with a smart mouth, y'all. I said, what you gonna do? Spank me? And we <laughs> stop. <laughs>
2: We, we both started again. laughing, though. And I think he walked off mad,
0: but it was really like, I'm this big 15, 16-year-old. you going to spank me? And then we just, he was like, get to your room. So I don't think he was laughing at uh, that initial point. But yeah. How did okay. we get to spanking? OK, no, you? the reason
1: why. Good. <laughs> this is good. Because we're just talking about where our relationships kind of were at the time. Mm-hmm. And I want to use this moment to kind of even transition into bringing Emerald into this conversation because yeah. now we're getting into current relationships right. and what happened yesterday. I wanted to lead up to that. Yeah,
2: it was a long lead. Yeah, it was, a, was long lead, a long lead. We needed <laughs> to dig in a little bit.
1: But I wanna, Emerald, as my wife, is, is new into this dynamic of relationship, and especially because we know we're the type of family, if you don't know us, but we're, <laughs> we're a family who knows that our purposes are extremely tied mm-hmm. to one another. Right. Uh, we're not a family where somebody's going to be over there doing that and somebody's going to be over there doing that. We know that we're very connected to one another in what our purpose is in life. Hence, we have a platform called The Modern Christian Family. Right. But I want Emerald to kind of talk on first, what was her perception on some of your relationships in this group when you entered in? What was your perception?
4: It was going right get hot best? in here, Chad. Yeah. This is good. <laughs> um okay yeah great question i think i'll probably speak to that obviously from my perspective which is from where i come from and what my experience was with the family that i grew up in um and so i think i'll start with mom Mm -hmm. um you have been an amazing mother-in-law however when we first got together and I think it's partially because everything was so, so fast. Mm, It was a shock to everyone's system. Like who's this girl? Where's she coming? We talking about marrying her. Y'all just met. Like it was like, what what in the world is going on? I remember feeling, um, some type of way a little bit because just from my experience with my family and how he came in, I think, the first, you know, date and whatever else, as soon as he met my parents, I think maybe my dad's birthday or something, Father's Day, something was right around We were the best corner. friends immediately. <laughs> he was invited immediately to all family functions. Like, just was like, you know, oh, there is, you know, that's my son, whatever. And, 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 and that's just how it was. I remember it was Mother's Day and you guys all went out to Del Frisco and I wasn't a part of that. That's this one. <laughs> now, and then, and then, talked and then, we and we've talked, talked about, about, about that. that too, about, oh, about that also being yeah. p- partially on him for not yeah. making it a point to make sure yeah. that I was included. Ah. But, but this was
1: before we were married, you guys. But so my perception I, of it we was right.
4: they don't want wow, me I can't, Oh, wow. my perception wasn't that it was him that didn't make a, a bigger deal about right, making right. sure that let's mm-hmm. include my girlfriend because right. this is someone who is important to me and mm-hmm. that I want to be a part of our family when for me it was not a question. Like he's coming on the family trip. He's right. coming when yeah. we go and do whatever it is that like, you know what I mean. So and I think that's even just a difference in how he and I grew up absolutely. Um, and a difference in how he and I see certain things. So for me, even though it's not true that you guys aren't feeling type of way, that was my perception. Right. So walk
1: us up into, even into now marriage or we're getting ready to get married or the first few months of marriage. What was your – and you maybe want to stay with my mom or move to other dynamics. What,
3: uh, what was your experience? Can I, can I, can I, can I interject one thing? Absolutely. You said that was your perception, meaning you perceive something. I submit that was your assumption. Because yeah. we physically weren't even you you had no eye to eye. Yeah. We didn't send any signals to make you feel. It was just the fact that you weren't included. Right. We assumed that, that you because to perception it. is one mm-hmm. thing. People can give off some vibes and you right. can't that's pick good. up on something. Yeah. That's we, good. We never had that exchange. It right. so I think, and and that's that's real because a lot of people assume a lot of things. That's good. Yeah. And yeah. assumption totally is field. the
0: lowest form of knowledge. Absolutely. Yeah, No, that's, true. that's so, true. But not you. But you did it. Yes. I was like, wait, that
2: could have been right, good. though. I'm like, no, no, I'm not insulting I, I know <laughs> what you're saying. Go um, I
4: don't remember what your are saying. So I said,
1: leading was, up into marriage, you may want to change your perception of, from my mom to Kirsten. What was your perception now? We're married. On your relationship oh, so
4: after um, and we weren't even married at this point yet still I had a dinner with your mom and your sister just the three of us mm-hmm. after that I was just like, okay, you know, everything's good, like, whatever, like, right. I, whatever I thought previously, <laughs> it was like, whatever, that's not, that's right. not good. that's not, that's not how they feel about me, that's not, you know, what it is, mm-hmm. I, I do feel like we kind of aired a lot of stuff out at that, at that dinner and that conversation of you guys, you know, voicing your concerns, of like, you got some this is really fast, you know, right. I feel like I'm about to lose my brother, like, you know, those <laughs> types of, you did say that at that conversation, <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> but good, but,
4: But but those but after having that conversation and us being able to be open with each other and honest with each other about that, for me was just like okay cool let's move forward let's let's move on.
2: I think it's it's good for us to let the audience know that Kirsten and I talked about that and it was intentional on our part because we never wanted whoever derek married or whoever she marries we never wanted them to feel outside right. so that was our, we had this conversation we have to take him to, to dinner we, we call you emmy now but i mean we, we were like we have to take her to dinner we have to let her know we're on her side. We have to let her know if Derek ever acts up, call us. You know, because that's what we wanted for our family. We yeah. did not want anybody coming to our family feeling like an outsider. So y'all make that, made that, y'all made that clear on that day. So what yeah. was like,
3: Oh, we good. We're united. Together. But what did mommy say? Mommy said we never want say that again. We never wanted her to what
2: feel like she's yeah, an outsider.
3: outsider. Okay, so you said that in your mouth. <laughs> did you mean that in your heart? Mm, Absolutely. Well, well no, yeah. Uh, right, yeah, we're gonna get there. We're gonna get there. we're, no, no, we're gonna get there. We're gonna yeah. get there. And you well, could not yeah. even said it in your head. Yeah. I, oh yeah, 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 yeah. But We're gonna get there. Yeah. I, I yeah. Be, we said it. Yeah, I'm literally about to go right there. <laughs> so, it. Hold
1: on, hold on. Shh, everybody, because for the audience, I don't want y'all to get confused. So we're getting ready to turn into. He's referencing something that we discussed yesterday, but I wanted to take a moment to say, I think. We talked about it earlier how you were raised and how you frame things can cause how a lot of things are assumed or misperceived mis-perce- wrongly by different people right. because i think even though your perception of them was wrong i feel like the correct perception that was twisted by the devil was Ooh. we were very protective as a family and can I
4: that was the truth else, i think that is another good point That's Just good. mentioning the, the devil I honestly feel like that was the enemy sowing seed in my mind. Right. Yeah. They don't want you to be a he part. He twisted
1: the truth. They, they,
4: they don't she, she doesn't really love you like yeah. that. They don't really accept you as the daughter or as their sister. That was the enemy trying to do that to me in my mind and yeah. make me feel some type of way towards you guys and it's exactly. like
1: he twisted you the, know, he twisted the, the truth. The truth. Yeah. Because the reality. The, tr- the reality the reality, the re- the reality was <laughs> and I'm realizing it as I'm talking the reality was because our purposes are so tied to one another, and because we've kind of always <laughs> subconsciously, spiritually known that um, growing up, I think we have always grown up as an extremely hyper-protective family. Like, like we, we've talked about this, we won't get into this much, but we've talked about even even amongst our larger family structure, extended family structure, the four of us we always extremely protective. We didn't talk about much with other people. We ain't exposed much to other people. So, because of that, the truth was, it was probably abnormal for Emerald coming into that relationship yeah. because where her family was a bit more open.
4: We're very open
1: about everything. Everything and accepting of me. We, the truth was, we were very protective, right. which is why I think in hindsight, why I didn't think to invite her to the birthday dinner that first time.
2: It's because also, in
1: my mind, I thought we're not ready. Thing. We're not right. ready to breach that that, that wall yet.
0: I just want to say this. I also something I thought about when you was talking. About, I also think Derek living in the same city as your parents and mommy um, being uh, being based in Louisiana, I think also caused probably Derek to join your family smoother, more quickly. Yeah. Yeah. It was easier because she. I feel like. If she lived in the Maryland area, it would have been different. It would have been so
1: I want to go the direction that daddy was tipping on, because he said, did you feel that way in your heart? And uh, Kirsten, I want you to tell the people the basis of kind of how we got into this conversation. Talk a little bit about yesterday and what was revealed Woo! yesterday. OK, y'all.
2: It's the
0: good stuff. This yesterday, is what we up to. OK. It's the grand finale. OK, yesterday, yesterday was hilarious, OK? Yesterday, we, our family, I don't know if you all saw, was prepping for um, mommy um, launched a new location for the ministry and our name changed, the ministry's name changed. So that is where our focus was supposed to be. And so as a result of things, activities that we were getting together for launch day, we got into us three got into a disagreement on something. Who was us
4: three? The kids. The kids. The, the <laughs> we're ch- not kids, the children. The, children.
0: The, the, adult, the young adults. And so we got into a disagreement, and the disagreement morphed into a whole maybe hour and a half thing. And the funny thing I have to point out was daddy, who is just the funniest guy. If you, my father, if you know him, to know him is to love him. He's hilarious. So as we're having this very serious, very heartfelt, passionate disagreement and debate going on between us, mommy sitting trying to, I guess, um... Give her input. Tell what the
1: debate was about in a synopsis. The quick. debate
0: was about um a video, a video. It was about a uh, um a uh, 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 posting a certain video, a video edit or something, and how we wanted to present a video um, on
1: behalf of mommy. On behalf of mommy, friend. yeah. Uh, it the, was a video for mommy.
0: It was a video for mommy. And we
1: were arguing about what that, how that video needed to be presented. So it's right. her thing. But we're arguing, the three of us, about how it
0: needs to be presented. <laughs> yeah, so we're arguing about it. And the funny thing was Daddy runs and go, go grabs his phone and starts recording. I think we didn't even realize that he was recording until maybe 10 minutes after because he starts talking to the cameras like, see, guys, Mono Christian family. It's, it's, <laughs> we'll, but, release we,
1: we'll, we'll release that release later. We'll release
0: that at some point. But if we would have been dressed properly, we probably would have released it tonight. So y'all gotta stay tuned. Maybe we could turn that into a podcast where y'all can hear the sound from it because it was powerful.
1: But what feelings did you discover, Kirsten? The feelings
0: that I discovered, well the feelings that I revealed that I had already begun to discover um over the past couple of months is um basically feelings of um help me with it.
1: Competition.
0: Competition with my sister in law. And I was this is something that I had um Talked talk to mommy a couple of uh, months back that, and basically the the what I was talking about had it was basically what I was expressing to mommy was I had begun to feel feelings that I felt was foreign at um help Lord I'm as it my, pertains to as sister. it pertains to my sister in law and so breaking that down is I was feeling like something example the stupidest thing. Is like we would be in the kitchen cooking together and she might put salt in the spaghetti and I think you don't need no salt. And it would turn in my mind or I would start to feel this tension in the kitchen. I'm using that as an example, but I would start to feel this tension in the kitchen or almost like something that was there that really didn't exist. And my conversation with my mother was, I have no idea why I'm feeling like this. These feelings are foreign. And what Emerald. So all that began to spill out yesterday. I had never revealed this to emerald until yesterday when we got into this um passionate conversation and one of the powerful things emerald said was um i'm utilizing muscles that i've never had to utilize before. Smile on that. so he's not on
4: that em yeah so i was basically so she she explained that to me and, kind of, and asked me you know do, do you get what i'm saying i said well i understand what you're saying but i don't i can't say that i felt the same thing towards you in any of those situations but I can understand where you're coming from, because I have been on the other end of that before. And you have not ever had to experience that. I have been the girlfriend of someone before right. whose sister didn't like me, or whose mother didn't like me, for the simple fact that I was with their brother or their hus- or their son. Sorry. Right. <laughs> um, no one's husband. <laughs> <All right>. Correct it. <laughs> it's OK. I didn't
1: touch. With their, with their you
4: brother mean. or their son. Um and had nothing to do with who I was as a person. Um, But then I've also been the sister. And knowing how I felt when someone didn't like me, just and they don't know me, um, I I go the extra mile to make, for instance, my brother has a girlfriend. I go the extra mile to make her feel like my sister. They are not married yet, but to me, she's my sister. And I said to Kirsten, you know, Derek's never brought a girl home, so right. you've never, never had exercise. to. You oh. never had to experience that, and you right. never had to exercise that muscle right. of extending that grace to someone who's coming into the family. That's new. right. And the
0: the other thing was that I've never had to do it on that level, but also I pretty much have always been for, what am I, 27, 27 years, I have been the, the only, only girl. young only girl, girl yeah, and that's that's voice up. in this family. Right. And so I think the, the feeling that I was expressing yesterday and revealing how I, I have been expressing to my mom over the past couple of months that were foreign to me because I was literally having conversations with my mom like, I don't know why I'm feeling like this or why I feel like there's some type of some type of um, presence of competition right. that does not exist in reality with my sister in law. And it was. Well, all- I wanna hop
1: in there. Go ahead. Because I think that's what I drew out of your conversation yesterday, talking about even the example of that kitchen moment. Mm. It's crazy to me how Kirsten felt a tension in the kitchen. Because of what was going on in her heart,
2: right. that
1: Emerald didn't feel.
2: Right. Because Emerald, oblivious. because Emerald was Why?
1: oblivious, because she wasn't the one having to flex that muscle. Right. And I think that's something for our yeah, viewers that's that's to that's that's take it. away that sometimes the tension or the feeling or it's the in your is is something you've created because you're working a muscle or dealing with an area that you've not dealt with within yourself. Right. So you think it's far fetched when you go to a person and they're like. No, I ain't got no problem with you. Right. I ain't got no issue with right, you. Right, and right. you like, no, nah, I feel like there's an issue. Right. Make it in, up. in reality, no, there's a tension within yourself.
2: Yeah. So I was yeah. going to say that in that whole episode,
1: I think that there were growth moments
2: for all of us. And I don't yeah. know if we're going to have time to get into all of them. We but like it. one of the growth okay. moments that I saw for Kirsten was Kirsten, after some extensive quote unquote therapy in the conversation. Yeah, because I after, after some foreign. yeah after some <laughs> extensive therapy. And I think the tears were that as you said, it was foreign to you, but you also had to recognize and reconcile the fact that you've never been a person that may have been envious, jealous, covetous of somebody else. Right. I think it was right. like an epiphany moment where you recognize, OK, and you were able to own. Yeah. I have a problem because my brother has been taken. Right. And you but you had to work your way through that. Right. And there's never when it comes to the two of you all. Yeah, of course, as siblings, you have your issues or you had your differences. But really, when it comes down to it, Derek will always prefer you. -hmm. It's just being the older brother, being the the oldest, Mm -hmm. being the boy in the family. That's how his dad raised him. You know, I'm going to prefer, even though, even when you hated it Mm -hmm. and you didn't want to do it and you felt like she was flat out wrong, Mm -hmm. ultimately it would always come back to, he's going to protect her. Mm -hmm. So I think all of that has an aspect. Uh, to it. and like even with Emerald and Derek, when the, I would never forget the day you all got married and you all left for your honeymoon, and I was in one hotel room, Kirsten was in another yeah. hotel room with my aunt and my first cousin, and they called me, they was like, You got to come in here, something's wrong what with what Kirsten. Person all of a sudden they hear her in the bathroom and she's hysterically crying in the bathroom so my and, and, my, and my cousin says to me when I hit the door she says to me I think she's having a hard time with her brother she's feeling like she's losing her brother right so she it was, was so right it was so crazy yeah, she to me hysterical.
0: because I'm telling you all this came out of left field I'm a if right. you know me you know i I'm my family knows me. I, I take things very well. Like, I Absolutely. I stride through my, my cancer diagnosis. I str- strove through that. Of course, there were tough times, but I can take a lot of things. And so, the feelings that I felt on Derek's, um, during Derek's wet wedding, and the feelings that I've been feeling from Emerald, or not from Emerald, but regarding my relationship with Emerald, really came out of left field. So, for yeah. me, I'm talking to my mom, but I think this is so important because I think this is important to point out that the enemy plays a part in this yeah. and if you don't identify that yep. thing, Absolutely. if you don't identify that thing and start attacking that thing, it will Absolutely. fester and this is how families get blown up and torn apart because the, the, the issue is not feeling these things because you're going to have clashes, feelings, whatever mm-hmm. with your family because that's a relationship and that's what all relationships experience. The issue comes when you don't identify that thing and start attacking it with the words, attacking it with what you know is reality. What, what, the things that I was feeling was literally made up. We know it was made up because Emerald's over here saying I wasn't feeling nothing. I'm over here saying <laughs> I was feeling whatever type of way, completely made up, but it's just so important to identify it and attack it because have we not like again, we could have walked away from that conversation yesterday. And what wouldn't have been speaking for a couple of weeks if we did not push through the feelings and figure it out?
4: And I just want to, you know, feedback off of that Mm -hmm. that I think the enemy attacks these relationships because he knows, just like what Derek said before, our purposes are so integrally connected. Why? He knows that so much good will come from us having strong relationships with each other right. and he's like i have to stop that at all costs yeah i feel that way about with, with all with, with everybody like yeah. there are things that he does and try to plant in our minds and plant yes. in our hearts about things that's just literally not the truth, not right. the truth. <laughs> not the truth
0: you can't have our relationships devil yeah you
1: and, have and we elf. decree that you we can take can a moment not? To, to decree, decree that over everybody. your family, yes, we take a moment to decree that the devil cannot have your familial relationships, yeah. your friends, Amen. your mothers, your fathers. We put those things on the altar and we put those things before God because some of you, many of you, most of you have some sort of purpose that is supposed to be birthed out of that God relationship. So you have to do the emotional work. Now, now, granted, there's a point where it becomes traumatic and abuse. In those times, you just need to get out. In those times, if it's traumatic and it's bruised and you can't handle it, sometimes you just have to detach. Yeah. But if there is a light and we know that it's something that can be worked through,
2: yeah. you have
1: a responsibility to be the one that reaches out to try to do something. Mom, yeah.
2: but I was just going to uh, segue into this from your comment. It takes one person to forgive, but it takes two to reconcile. Yes. So Ooh, you, yes. have to, you have to understand that you can forgive and walk away because it takes two people or more to be intentional about a resolve. And so in in our particular family, all of us just happen to come to the table with being intentional about having a resolve. But if one of us decided, well, I don't want to deal with it, I don't want to talk about it, Mm. there will be no resolve with us and that person. And you have to find a place, a space of peace where you will be okay with somebody who does not want. And the truth of the matter I've learned in my 30 years of pastoring is some people don't possess the the ability, the courage to do that because the hardest thing in the world to do for every single person in life is to look at yourself in the mirror and own who you are. Yeah. Your positives, your negatives, your mess, what you need to change, that's very hard. But the moment you can do that is the moment you set yourself free in a relationship. That's right. The moment you can own that. And everybody, you have to understand, some people's trauma not just because people don't want to reconcile Mm i've learned that as a pastor some people's trauma runs so deep they just don't have the strength. Yeah, they can't. Yeah. You have to just let them yeah. live in the world that they have created for themselves, even though you know it's a world they have created. Yeah, right. you have to let them do it because they don't possess it, and you have to give grace in those moments. Cool. Yeah, so,
1: so, so this is what I want to do. We're going to have the part two because I don't want to miss
4: yeah.
1: dealing. The part two of this is going is going to be about older working relationships, once you've transitioned out of the childhood and you begin functioning. We have a couple of things that we were talking about yesterday. We'll part two that. But I want to take this moment for closing thoughts and to answer a couple of questions that we saw along the way. I know Bianca had a question first. We'll start it with Bianca. And, And while I'm reading this question, if anybody else has a question or comment, let us know right now in the comments so that we can reply. Bianca's question was, seems like Kirsten didn't feel the experience of the authoritative parenting didn't feel the experience of the authoritative parenting. Do you think it makes a difference in who we've become?
2: Um, oh, that's a good question.
0: Yes. Uh I think it makes a, um, a difference, but a mild difference <laughs> because <laughs> our experiences in that light was different, but our upbringing was the same. Mm-hmm. So I don't think... Our like, foundation was the our same. Found, that's that's it. Our foundation was the same. So it wasn't like either one of them treated us differently or I got softness and Derek always got harshness per se. I think it's just because of the dynamic between a dad and his son and his dad and his daughter. You know, daddy's girls, daughters to fathers are very, very precious. So it's just the difference in how a dad is going to handle a male son versus a female daughter. So that's why I say the foundation was the same. But do I think... I would say
1: say in a way, the Mm -hmm. only way I think not the only way, because I feel like you're going into this, you're just coming a little later, Mm -hmm. is we talked about the therapy and and being a therapist and me kind of functioning in these more current days as a mediator. That's why I got my shirt on that says God and God's (laughs) therapy. I know it may be a little blurry, but you don't know. You can have (laughs)
0: it. We gonna work on that next week. (laughs) Um,
1: (laughs) But I think because I had such an authoritative childhood, I developed a a ability to voice how i felt and how oppressed the oppressed person in a relationship or the person that was upset or the person that was insulted or the person that was on that end i developed words for how to communicate from that person's perspective Mm
3: -hmm, and so
1: then as i got older i was able to become that median ground between like my friends i often laugh because we had different discussions and i'll fall into a middle ground that discussion and get frustrated because they're like why choose a side and for me i feel like i don't do that in all cases because part of my calling is to not choose a side to certain things like if it's sin if it's sin that's a whole different conversation but in certain conversations Kind of opening people's eyes up to hey, you may feel like you're the authority in this situation and you had the answer, right. and you may feel like you're the one being abused and their authority and you had the answer against the abuse. When in reality, there's a little bit of truth
2: Dude, between both of them. Yeah. The
1: authority figure is, is being a little truthful and they're saying some things, and just like on the other end. The other figure is is saying something. Yeah. So
4: did you ever answer in
3: question. So
1: that question? So that's how I think. I think Kirsten, in a way, is coming into that now, where because she didn't have to deal with so much of the authority, she already had her strong voice. Mm-hmm. And so she comes from that strong voice perspective.
0: Right. You know what okay, what I'm saying? Yeah, yeah.
1: She didn't really have to navigate as much doing both. Yeah. Because she didn't have that kind of hammer mm-hmm. that I did in that way. So she already kind of developed that strong voice.
4: So well, but let, let me say this too. I, understand
1: that part. I think she's coming into more of that under more of the uh both side of this That's what I mean when she's coming mm-hmm. into. Oh else's
4: yeah, side. that's one
0: hundred percent accurate because for for my almost my twenty seven years of life, for most of them I thought I had to answer for
3: everything.
2: <laughs> I know mommy got
0: something to say about
2: that. No, no, I, I just think <laughs> a lot of it had to do with your personalities as well. Because as a person looking from the outside in on you all's relationship, I think it has a lot to do with personalities. Um, Kirsten is, is her personality is that, um, you know, I'm, I'm right and yeah. you're not going to tell me. That's just always how she is. Cool. So I think some of that had to do with that.
3: Okay. So one of the things that Derek did um, you just saying it. Just remember, it reminded me of one of the reasons why I changed my approach to fathering him. I thought I, I mistook your your mediator, your that. your ability to galvanize the masses. I took it as I thought that people take would take advantage of you. Mm-hmm. And one ways they did. Well, but one of the things, one of the things that opened my eyes about you and just how you live your life was, you would take people. I, I, I bought you that BMW not to be a taxi cab for all your <laughs> really? temple friends. Every time I turn around, he would, take, I mean, he, he would take friends to Timbuktu. Back. Yeah. Okay. But the year, and I still don't know why he got his license revoked for a year. <laughs> but for that entire year that he got his license revoked, he had a ride wherever he wanted to go. The yep. same friends,
0: the seed he was picking him
3: up, somewhere. take Derek where you need to go. He has so so many seeds into so many people that for a whole year he had transportation wherever he needed to go, yep. and that amazed me and it gave me a different perspective. He's, yep. This this young man is really growing up. He's doing things. He got friends like I never had friends, wow. and I started respecting that and realizing. Okay, he is growing up, and it changed mm-hmm. my approach.
1: I want to jump on that C because I think it'll answer this yeah, next did, question. Yeah. Zakia asked, Derek, what made, the, she was talking about me and daddy, mm-hmm. what made that switch in your mind? Was it a defining moment, or did it just come with age and maturity? I think it came with age and maturity mm-hmm. because I think at some point, it came with age, maturity, and listening to other people. Mm-hmm. Because at some point in my life, I made the realization that the same sowing and reaping principle that applied to finances applied to everything else. Oh, that's good. Somewhere along the way, I, it just clicked that sowing and reaping does not just deal with your money. That's good. So when I made that realization, suddenly it became: if you want to see something different, you're you going to have to sow it. Good. Mm,
0: that's
1: good. You're going to have to give your father. What you wanted to see back from him,
3: yeah.
1: if you wanted to see understanding, you're going to need to shut your mouth and and give some. That's mm-hmm. good.
3: That you're, you're going
1: good. to need to. That's what you have to do because because that principle. I knew once I made that realization, the Holy Spirit. I knew that that principle enacted would cause change, and that's why the title of this class is um, "Loving Through Disagreement."
2: I wanted to. Like, this might be the closing point, but yeah. I wanted to say this, and now. What it has amazingly happened is Derek is now his father's protector. Yeah. Even when it comes to yeah. me, yeah, he will. Mom, don't do that. Let dad. Whatever. You yeah. Know, he is now the protector. Don't cry, baby. Yeah, Derek is now the protector of Tear his father. Alert. So, so this thing has come full circle. That now is like if you come for his dad, he is yeah. now, and that's what he was the mediator yesterday. Because if you come for his dad, when you you one. Me. <laughs> <laughs> That's a
3: part two. That's a part two. Got two. Y'all got to hear got that. Two. The past attack you. know. me. We'll say that. We'll save that. We'll I, say that.
1: I, I think, lastly, oh, y'all had another question. How do you think the experience you and Kirsten felt attributes tri- to how you two adult? I think we kind of just answered that. I think in our adulthood and maturity, and as you get older, you learn things at different points. And I think that's just a good place to close. I think we all are getting towards the same place in God. It just looks differently. Yeah. I think the foundation of what Kirsten talks about, because Emerald, we haven't even gotten to it really, but one day we're going to have her parents on to get into it. Yeah. Because Emerald comes from such an amazing, solid family yeah. structure, too, that all of us collectively is the foundation that we've had is god good parenting yeah. and solid parents yeah. that and that foundation is not what everybody gets yeah. some some other people's foundation may yeah. look a little bit differently but i think when god god is the great equalizer in all of That's, that yeah God and Holy Spirit equalizes all of our foundation. Right. And so while we all may be working through things a little bit differently and me and Kirsten adult differently because of it, and Emerald and my dad and my mom, we do things differently. At the end of the day, what we left that conversation yesterday going was we are headed towards the same place. Right. right. We are not yeah. each other's enemies. Right. Yeah. We are not each other's war. We don't have to war with each we're other so that we are on the same team. Mm-hmm. So the closing to this is that's why this class was called loving mm-hmm. through disagreement, yeah. because when you have yes. love and have and you do agape okay. love, which is a choice, yes. then you know that at the end of a disagreement, that does not mean that we're not on the same team.
2: That's good. It that's
1: doesn't good. mean that we are not together and it doesn't mean that we are not um mm-hmm supportive of one another, or that we're at war with, another. Yeah. War with one another. Guys?
2: I, I just wanted to say, I think what you talked about with Emerald and her family is because whether it's said or not, or verbalized, I should say, or not, is we no matter how we've navigated through this, no matter what we've come from, like I came from a foundation of as a as a a, a, a product of a, of a mom who had me out of wedlock, I came from understanding that you fight for your family. Mm, your father yeah. came from a, 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 a home where his mother and father got divorced. But at the end of the day, what he learned was you fight for your family. Yeah. So we taught you all that. You fight for it. That's why you've gone through all these things. Same right. thing with Emma. So you got all these people now that no matter what, yeah, family, what we know is family. we fight for our family. Come right. hell, high water, low water, no water at all. That is what you're talking about. Yeah. Yeah. We all brought the same understanding to the table. Yeah.
1: Guys, we love y'all so much. If you enjoyed this please put that in the comments now let us know what you thought tell us you thought it was great tell us you thought it was moving tell us what that anything that it just registered with you uh we are going to part two this loving through disagreements because we'll get to the more current stuff of just i think it's going to be good for you all to see our current functioning as a family yeah this conversation about
0: some past we deal
1: with the past stuff leading up to these days Mm -hmm. But, but I think I, it's going to be good for you to see our current functioning and dynamic.
3: Yeah. Um. We love you guys so much. Please I go. The, I read the, ahead. the uh, scripture, love covers a multitude of sins. Yeah, yeah. When good. it says it covers, meaning it covers it up. Okay, don't deal with that. Let the love take care of that yeah. until we can deal with that and eradicate that and get rid of that. That's good. I'm going love cover. Absolutely. You yeah. were saying
0: that's choose that. your battles mm-hmm. yesterday, and yeah. I think that's what you just touched on. Yeah. Um, love you guys. If you guys can please follow us, not follow, well, yeah, follow us on Instagram, the modern Christian family. Like this page, share this broadcast. Um, we are gonna uh I want to say subscribe to the YouTube. We need you to subscribe so we can continue to grow this platform, like the modern um, Christian family, the YouTube. modern Christian family on YouTube, and you will find us. Subscribe. Um, we are going to work on the uh picture, it was perfect the last few times we did it. We have the top-notch uh Wi-Fi, but We'll figure it out. We will work it. Thank you for hanging with us tonight. Um, I just wanted to say the video is probably going to be clear. So if you want to watch this again when we are able to upload it on YouTube somewhere between tonight and tomorrow, um, if you want to rewatch it with a clear picture, you can go to YouTube and so, share it with somebody. And share it with somebody because um, you know, we need these conversations. We need these right. platforms to build transparent conversations to build strong, healthy relationships, family. All that. So we love you guys. Thank you for being with us. Love y'all. See y'all later. Bye. Thank you for tuning in to Modern Christian Mondays. If you enjoyed tonight's episode, help us grow. Share our channels with someone. And don't forget to subscribe, like, and follow us on YouTube, Facebook, and Instagram. We'll catch you on the next Modern Christian Monday. And remember, as modern Christians, we are not flawless, but faithful.